Welcome in, in the know for August 31st, 2020. It is another edition of the show. You might be listening to us on K105 on Litchfield's Country Station 1039 The Moose on K105.com via K105 Digital Production SoundCloud. All of the different ways that we have for you to tune in and join us on today's show. It's Uncle Sam Gormley with you today. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest, latest COVID-19 numbers. We've got some local arrest stories and a couple of interesting things that we we just got to talk about here coming up in a few minutes. Uh, it's it's a jam packed show, so we can't waste any more time and start it off here. Bringing in co-host Numero Uno, speaking a little Spanish here on a Monday. Misty Thomas. Good morning, Misty. Good morning. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm well. For, for a Monday? Yeah. A gloomy Monday yeah. at that. Yeah. Last it's, day of uh, August, gloomy Monday. crazy. Listen, last day of August. Every, like, every last day of the months of 2020, I'm embracing, like, what kind of crazy <laughs> What's Hades next? is going to be unleashed on us starting September 1st tomorrow. So I kind of, I feel like we're almost a little too happy on a Monday, so we kind of got to bring ourselves down. And it's about Kanye. Cayenne pepper? It is. Kanye's bid for the White House, you know, is, is over. But he is on the ballot in eight states. But okay. I'm sorry to break it to you. These states won't win it. Kentucky is is not on that list. That's okay. So, I'm moving um, to Virginia so I can vote for him there. Uh, nope. Can't do it there. No? Uh, you got to vote. you got to move to Arkansas, Colorado, Idaho, Louisiana, Oklahoma, Minnesota, Tennessee, Utah, or Vermont. But uh, he can't win the presidency because he need 270 electoral votes. And if he would win all eight of those states, he'd only get 64. Of all the states I'm considering moving to, I even forget Vermont exists. Right? I, fr- like, I, I forget friend- it's a state, so I'm like, maybe Vermont college. is calling my name. I have a friend in college that was, in fact, a co-host of a radio show I did. He was from Vermont. Yeah, what was he like? Are they different he than us? He was good. He was yeah. really good. <laughs> Bringing in our second co-host today from the Grayson County Extension Office, Natalie Tall. Good morning, Natalie. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you all? Good. Good. Everybody feeling better, right? Yes. Everybody's Everybody is well. That's good. That's yes. good. So... Are you someone that, uh, do you watch TV before you go to sleep? Like, are you, I know I'm one of the people that needs TV on when I go to bed. Are mm, you one of those? I am not. You are not. It's a it's a nightly fight in my house, oh, really? actually. <laughs> really? <laughs> the weather is allowed, and then I complain until he turns it off. <laughs> well, um, I might actually be saying something that might help his case. Oh. Uh, watching 30 to 60 minutes of TV as bedtime nears is the ticket to deep sleep. Researchers say upbeat programs like reruns of The Carol Burnett Show or The Office prompt your brain to release muscle-releasing chemicals, cutting your risk of a sleepless night in half. And Harvard says this, so, I mean, it's, it's got to so be true. So, I'm right? really glad that Dustin is outside of the listening <laughs> yeah. area. area so that he doesn't hear that. Because we argue all the time. Because I say that the blue light keeps you awake. Yep. And he says, I'm different. <laughs> My brain is different, well, see, and, he says. And, and I agree with this. I <laughs> I can't fall asleep watching something that I have to actually be like. Yes, I but, can't understand that. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I'll always yeah. watch The Simpsons or, you know. Just something some, that you cannot pay attention to. The Office yeah. is a perfect example yeah. of that. I'll leave it on QVC because it's mindless television. Yes. It's in the weather, even the weather, like I want to engage. The yeah. news or a show that has a, a storyline as dumb as it is, I need to follow along with the storyline. Right. My brain mm-hmm. won't disengage. So QVC That's is good. the key for me. But then it has to be, it has to shut off because I'm like you. It will mm-hmm. wake me up throughout the night yeah. if it's not just dark. See, I always sleep put, timers I, are everything. I always, <laughs> always <laughs> put on a sleep timer. Anywhere from an hour to mm-hmm. two hours. Yeah. So depending on 
what it is. Well, there you go. Yeah. Scattered showers continue this morning before tapering off before midday. Additional pop-up showers or thunderstorms are possible this afternoon. After a cloudy start, more sunshine is, is, is expected for the second half of the day as highs reach the low 80s. So 84 today, partly cloudy tonight with a low around 71. And tomorrow, partly sunny with a high around 87. Chance of some thunderstorms late tomorrow, though, with a low around 73. So let's uh, look at your weather forecast. So I know that they're saying here, and we'll talk a little bit more about this here in a few minutes, but it's Derby Week. It's so weird Isn't to say weird? it's Derby Week yeah, and Labor Day weekend at the same time. So right now what they're saying is that there's a chance of showers on Oaks Day, but drier, cooler, and less humid air are in place for Derby Day. Yeah, it's it's, it's hmm. so strange. Uh, so I had some classmates, we have to work in groups, and we're like, hey, do you all want to have that turned in by Saturday so we can re- review it? And one of them said, that's Derby Day. And I'm like... <laughs> It is. I'm like, okay, yeah, well then, the how weirdest. about by Monday? And they're like, that's Labor Day. And I'm like, let's have Whoa! all the things in one weekend. Yeah. <laughs> no, and it was supposed to be. So when it had opened, is that this was also supposed to be the start of college football. So like Kentucky, oh, Louisville, we WK, we were wow. all, all right. supposed to start here this weekend. So it was supposed yeah. to be like... We we went the entire summer without sports, and they were just going to like, here, let's put it all in one there's weekend. There's not enough <laughs> buffalo drop chicken it all dip in no, there's not. To, to handle a weekend with those three things. That would have been the trifecta of parties. With Sunday's announcement by Governor Andy Bashir that 462 new coronavirus cases were confirmed since Saturday, Kentucky has recorded the most cases of the virus over a one-week period since the beginning of the pandemic. Officials reported 4,503 cases per day between Monday and Sunday. So that's 643 per day. On Friday, the governor reported 792 cases. Saturday, 825, which was the fourth highest reported in a single day. So now the COVID-19 victim case count sits at 48,032. Of the newly reported cases over the weekend, 58 are five years and younger. Over the last 48 days, 786 children in that age group have been diagnosed with the virus, which is an average of 16.4 per day. Over the weekend, officials reported 20 coronavirus-related deaths, with victims ranging in age from 58 to 94, increasing the death toll to 930. If there is a positive, right now in the state, the fatality rate is 1.9%. Not that, I mean, that's still, in my opinion, too high. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, you want it to be 0%, but but... When you're looking across different areas of the, of the state and of the world, 1.9 is at least a silver lining. In it's some less than what right. in March. It's less than what we thought it would be when we right. headed into a pandemic and getting suited up for a pandemic, if you will. Um, I would have thought the death toll would have been around 10, 10 percent, you know, mm-hmm. that it was going to be very right. high because when we were watching Italy, that's what it felt like was happening. Right. And then when it first hit New York. Uh, and they were digging those mass graves. It was like we were embracing here that it was going to trickle down. That's right. what it felt like it was going to be. So, And even we had the stretch there in <clears throat> mid-April, I know, where it was really tough here locally. Mm-hmm. And I know numbers are starting to rise a little bit locally. But, um, it says as it was going through our nursing homes yes, and exactly. those vulnerable. Uh, exactly. That was, that was hopefully we're past the worst of it. Right. Interesting we'll study released this weekend by the CDC as they say that of the COVID-19 deaths had underlying medical conditions. So only 6% of deaths list COVID-19 as the only cause of death from the CDC. So underlying medical conditions, according to the CDC, include flu, pneumonia, respiratory failure, uh, heart disease, diabetes, dementia, cardiac arrest, heart failure, 
There's an entire list, and it's an interesting story at K105.com. If you go there and you want to know a little bit more, but they're basing all of these numbers on death certificates. So, um, dementia is listed. That seems that odd. Is. Like dementia would be linked to a virus causing your, you know, your death to uh, progress. Progress, right? Yeah, and I think that. And so, when when you read this story, and I know this might surprise some of you listening, but some people will read and take this headline two different ways. So you'll get some that say, "Oh, they're just making everything up." You know, it's it's not a big deal. And then you'll get the other side of people that will say. Well, for for this 94% of people, how many of them were possibly going to live another five years? Right. Because you get some of these, like, you know, heart disease and so on, where you can live with it for it's a certain manageable. amount of time. Yes. Right. And, and, and I think your, that that's, yeah. that's the tough portion because in some instances, they don't know. So. You know. Not to link the two together, but this reminds me in the 80s and 90s when AIDS and HIV came on the scene. And as we were working our way through learning that, it was that the um, – AIDS patients were dying, not from AIDS, but because their immune system was compromised. They were dying from the flu or pneumonia or Mm -hmm. something else. So uh, I thought of that this morning when I read that story was this is very similar to us. Well, you know, for us have lived through that and can remember it when we were beginning to learn that it wasn't the AIDS that was going to kill them. It just it progressed their death when they became susceptible to something else. Kentucky Attorney General Daniel Cameron has received a long-awaited FBI ballistics report in the fatal police shooting of Breonna Taylor. Cameron tweeted Sunday that there is additional analysis needed now that the report is in his hands and there would not be an announcement on the investigation this week. He tweeted yesterday saying, We continue to work diligently to follow the facts and complete the investigation. Cameron has indicated the ballistics report from federal investigators was an important piece of evidence still needed in the investigation of Taylor's death by police on March the 13th. He said on yesterday on Face the Nation on CBS that he will be meeting with the FBI this week to have a painstaking review of the report, and that will help us in the analysis that needs to be undertaken before we can get to the final steps. This has been a... I mean, this has been the biggest one of the biggest stories in the state, not coronavirus related, is kind of the question of what is going to happen. I mean, you've had the protests based on it. I don't know what the what these reports are going to say. Uh, I will say that I'm glad I'm not the one that has to make any yeah. decisions on mm-hmm. that. We're all ready to hear. We, we're all ready to know um, what's going to happen right. and what are the reports. So I, um, so I trust Daniel Cameron will do his job and will do it diligently and ethically and um, – we're all just awaiting, you know, she deserves, she died, and she deserves to, her family deserves to have justice in whatever way that comes down. Yes. Um, Fred Norder again in the news headlines. He just Sergeant Norder. He's like a. <laughs> Two times in, the, in my news story this he's, morning. He's a, it's like a magnet. <laughs> he just brings him into him. So Sergeant Norder this morning. A Hartford man is facing multiple felony charges after ramming a Grayson County Sheriff's Office cruiser while trying to flee police on the Western Kentucky Parkway. Saturday evening at approximately 6 o'clock, two New Albany, Indiana detectives attempted to conduct a traffic stop on a Ford C-Max traveling at 100 miles per hour on the eastbound parkway. 
according to the arrest citation. The driver, 26-year-old Joshua Catrone, stopped the vehicle, but as officers approached and tried to remove him from the vehicle, the suspect fled to the 121 mile marker where he stopped the Ford in the middle of the right lane of the parkway before again attempting to flee. As police positioned their cruisers to block the Ford from leaving the area, Grayson County Sergeant Fred Norder arrived on scene and pulled his cruiser in front of the suspect's vehicle, which was attempting to cross the median. Sergeant Norder was getting out of his cruiser when he when the suspect drove forward, striking Sergeant Norder's cruiser in the right rear passenger door. Norder then ordered him out of the vehicle when the suspect reached for a gas duster can and proceeded to huff half the can, citation says. <laughs> If I'm going in, I'm going in high. Okay, okay it gets better. It gets better. Oh, okay. It gets better. Oh, do, right. do you have your seatbelt on? Yeah. Um, he then vomited and briefly lost consciousness. Shock and all. So, he was lodged in the Hardin County Detention Center. Yeah. Okay, so can we go full screen on his picture? I've got one question for you all. And Sam, I think you are in the age range that you'll really understand this. Oh, gosh. Is this really Dexter grown up from Dexter's Laboratory? <laughs> I kind of see it a little bit, yeah. Because he looks like a kind of, he doesn't look like a kind of, he looks like a grown-up Dexter kind of gone. Here, here's what like, I say. Maybe then. he, maybe Dexter huffed too many things in his laboratory when he was little. Can can we just make the point, though, that the Hoosiers stay in your state? We don't want you. You cannot, yeah, please, and please don't bring things to huff when you're here because we don't want to clean up your vomit. <laughs> vomit has never been a fan. Of, I've never been a, a fan of that. It's not a friend you know, of mine. Let's, let's let's get out of the car and, and just we're trying start to keep immediately. Our, we're trying to keep our roadways clean. We don't want your vomit yeah, you <laughs> because you were huffing gas. He does look like, but I'm like, who does he look like? And then it dawned on me. Dexter. 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 Yeah, it's I Dexter. Mean, I see it, yeah. What was uh, his sister's name? Oh, you're putting mm-hmm. me on the spot now. Yeah, I don't. I can see her. Mm-hmm. Did your sister drive it. you mad? Let me think about it. <laughs> what happened, um, Dexter? You had a good thing going with the cartoon show. The Clarkson Police Department has arrested a Westview man on drug charges during a traffic stop Saturday night at approximately 945. Clarkson Officer Blake Elmore conducted a traffic stop on a Dodge Avenger for a traffic violation at the corner of South Patterson and East Short. 37-year-old Thomas Keene was the arrested. He found They found uh, detected a strong odor of marijuana coming from the vehicle. Elmore was given consent to search the Dodge where he located two baggies containing methamphetamine. He was arrested and charged with possession of a controlled substance and failure to use an improper signal. He was lodged in the Grayson County Detention Center but is no longer listed as an inmate. What's his name? Thomas Keene. Thomas, I'll give you the same parenting advice I gave my kids, and and it was a strong tactic and it worked well. Don't take the pot. Just don't take the pot. It's uh, it's good advice. Well, I mean, look where it led him. It's good advice. Um, and don't drive that, if you do I can, take the pot. I can do the old radio tease, and I can say one of the other pieces of advice you always give people. I have something coming up here in the second segment that okay. I, I know you're just you're going to love. Okay. So, uh, Representative Samara Heverin, if you go to K105.com, she has a message to voters about just an update on legislative things, update. Legis- mm-hmm. legislative update, promotes child abuse hotline, offers updates on education, transportation, prison reform, and evictions. So you can go to K105.com. A lot of really good information mm-hmm. here in this story. I mean, looking I at it, it's, it. It's, yeah, it's three it's pages. It's really You're good. You're going to want to so, read that. Um, if you live in the area, really, if you don't even live in Grayson County, if you live in the state of Kentucky, there's things mm-hmm. in there that uh, could have an impact on you. Tragic story coming out of Madisonville over the weekend. Five people, including a teenager, were hospitalized for gunshot wounds they suffered during a block party early Sunday morning in Madisonville. 
Two people fired gunshots during the gathering where nearly 100 people were in attendance on early Sunday morning in Madisonville. Two victims, a 43-year-old woman and a 14-year-old girl, were transported to a hospital by helicopter. The woman remains in serious condition. Three others were hospitalized with non-life-threatening injuries. Uh, no word sounds on the like shooter? It still, nope. It still remains under investigation. Just a, just, was this just hmm. a drive-by shooting? Somebody pulled a gun. They don't know who it was. I'm I'm not sure on that. So this is so this should be considered a mass shooting situation, right? Yeah, and I don't know if it was multiple shootings. What it, is happening, it's, people? It's not. Uh, no more information, at least that I've seen, has been released. Yesterday, or I guess this was Saturday night, William Byron won the NASCAR race at Daytona. But the, the sad part was is that Jimmy Johnson, who's one of the the maybe the best NASCAR driver of all time is missing out on a chance to win the championship in his final season. Mm. So he just missed out. He wrecked on one of the last laps of the race, five laps remaining. But William Byron got the win there. Um, his first ever win. Talk about yesterday. like big disappointments in life. That's got to be one of those like, yeah. like can't, can't how did I get here in life? And then five <laughs> laps to go wreck my car my last season. Yeah, like, exactly. It stinks. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Derby Day, though, coming up on Saturday. Okay. Which is Line crazy. Up ponies. God, it's so uh, weird. It sounds like the favorite is going to be Tiz the Law, as he um, was the one who won the, was it the, which one? Was it the Belmont or the Preakness that they ran? Just find they, that a little oxymoronic for this year, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, what? Tiz they, the Law. Tiz the Law, <laughs> like, yeah. No, um, it's Tiz my right. No, it's Tiz the Law. <laughs> so he is the favorite. Um... Yeah, Saratoga was the race that he won. He he ran five furlongs in 59.2 seconds, and he ran away with that race. I remember watching back earlier this summer. It was the first race of the Triple Crown, which right, is right. weird. That's it. Just doesn't seem right. It's never so, been pumpkins and uh, ponies, right? It's been peonies and ponies. Yeah, that's right. Like, it's, it's never. Like, this you know is what? just weird. Like pumpkin yeah. spice derby is not a thing. <laughs> it's meant tulip. Kentucky <laughs> deserves to host the first one, but we're hosting the second one. This weekend. So yeah. we'll have more on that, obviously, throughout the week. And I think Friday we got to do our picks. Isn't that something? Isn't that tradition? So mm-hmm. isn't that it? Yeah, I mean, I was going to say, you know the traditions more lot more than I do. So we'll I, have picks I here pick throughout the week. I pick the color of their silks. That's what my grandma said. My <laughs> grandma always says. That's the fashion like, oh, blogger. that's I, a pretty I, one. Yeah, yeah I pick up the yeah. silks and names. My grandma always said, you bet on the pink one. Yeah. That's okay, right. there you go, grandma. we got to come back and take a break here. Coming up after this. She's a bad Today is Motorist Consideration Monday. Oh, we need more Mm. of that. It is Eat Outside Day. Okay. It is Love Litigating Lawyers Day. I do love a good litigating lawyer. I love the show Boston Legal. Have you all ever watched that? No, No, I've heard of it. No, I've not. Um, I'd love to be a lawyer in the courtroom. It is Trail Mix Day. Okay, I like it. Matchmaker Day. Oh, I am a good matchmaker. Uh, Well, I... It's yeah, a superpower track record. Yeah, I've, it's a superpower we've never talked about on the show before. I'm a great matchmaker. We might You're looking to, at me like if we had if we had more need, time. You, do, you, do you need me to make you a match? You know, I th- I think we're we're good. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying we could play by Friday. We could have a whole like dating game set up for the show uh, if you, you know, need I me think, to help you out. I think we've got a lot going on this week. <laughs> okay, move on. You know, it's All Derby right. Week. It is we Derby. Got, we got to pick a horse. We can't pick a woman and a we horse got, in the same no. week. <laughs> There's some kind of law. There's a law. <laughs> you struggle with that too. It's the law. I do struggle with the word horse when I'm when I'm saying oh, it. In the uh, yes. yes. You, you, you probably don't want Sometimes to mention women at the same time too when you're talking about it. Yeah, I do. And it's We Love Memoirs Day. Memoirs. Yeah. 
Like the notebook? Congratulations to Tina Warren. She was Friday's winner of Where's Quacky? As she knew that Quacky, Quacky, uh, he was, uh, from what I uh, heard, I was talking with, with Debbie Childress. Okay. And she said Quacky, uh, he hurt his beak. So he, oh, had, no. he had to go and uh, visit uh, the Twin Lakes Injured. Regional Medical Center. Oh, so he, dear. he got all, all wrapped up and uh, he's good to go. Okay. So, yep. But yeah, so Quacky was a little bit. Luckily, he didn't have to use the helipad. I thought maybe he had maskne. So, you know, yeah, I think, I think it was a beak injury from what, from what I, I can hear. Gotcha. I think he was uh, he was at the football stadium earlier in the week. And mm, he, he tried I don't to know. Try yeah, to run. Uh, I don't know. But tried um, to jump the hurdles. I'm not sure. <laughs> You talked with Debbie earlier. I'm not sure. Did okay. she mention anything? Is Quacky doing okay? Or? She didn't. I guess he's okay. No, okay. she did well, say good. that, listen, in all seriousness, there are 2,000 ducks that can be adopted at $5 each. That is the biggest fundraiser the Alliance has. Uh, never have they ever sold out all the ducks, but usually, I, if I, memory serves me well, we've, we've had over 1,000 adopted every year. We're only at 450 adopted right now. Now, the $1,000 prize money is donated. Okay, so um, we need you to adopt ducks. So what you can do is right now, here's so today's Where's Quacky is if you look and you go to the K105 Facebook page right mm-hmm. now, you will see today's picture. And it is on there, and there is where Quacky is where today. Quacky is. So if you go to that page, do not comment where Quacky is on our video. If you're watching with us on Facebook or YouTube or one of the other ways that we have for you to watch, go to the K105 Facebook page, and there is this picture has its own post. And if you go there you will, and comment where you think Quacky is, I think you got to be a little bit specific when it comes to this. It can't mm-hmm. just be general. you got to more say where yep. this is as well. There is a link in there. Click that link and buy yourself some ducks. And again, yes. it's five dollars, and it gives you a chance to win a thousand. So Listen, it's, it's for, a pretty good chance, and it's for a great cause. Every mm-hmm. duck that is adopted, that five dollars purchases thirteen mills. It feeds thirteen mills. Okay. Um, so and it's tax deductible. So if every person that was playing along adopted two ducks each. We'd be done. We would adopt all the ducks out. Because we're averaging between 100 and 150 comments per day on yep. there. So yep. There yep. you go. September starts tomorrow. Which is crazy. Put on a helmet and brace. It is baby safety <laughs> month, chicken month, better breakfast month, classical music music month, fall hat month, honey month, international square dancing month, I national blueberry popsicle month, national piano month. Interesting. So your your day ups, and again, obviously throughout the days, we will we will go through and do this. I always like to do it. You know, I think what Mark typically does is he'll just read through the ones that he wants, but I like you all to choose. So give me a random date, Natalie, in the month of September, and we'll figure out what that day is. September 1st. September 1st. Oh, you're starting National Cherry Popover Day. Oh. Misty. Uh, 26. 26. Making me dive deep in. International Rabbit Day, Johnny Appleseed Day, and National Hunting and Fishing Day. I'm not interested in any of this. <laughs> Natalie, do you have another one that you'd like to uh, try again? Uh, let's do the 14th. 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 Uh, oh, man, you should have done the 13th. It's Uncle Sam Day on the 13th. Oh, uh, man, so close. And International Crab Fest Day and National Creamfield Donut Day is the 13th. I can, mm. I can get on board with that. Yeah. National Play-Doh Day is the 16th. National Apple Dumpling Day is the 17th. National oh. Cheeseburger Day is the 18th. I do love a good cheese. Black mm-hmm. and blue cheeseburger. Um, blue cheese and bacon. Oh. oh, my gosh. So good. Oh, I mean, cheeseburger, you can pretty much put whatever you want on it. And I'm, I'm mm. in. 
Listen, the best cheeseburgers are made out of ground chuck. So when yeah. you go and you're making oh, burgers we- on the grill, ground chuck, put it on the grill, and don't smash it. Yeah, Let don't ever the smash juice it. stay yes. in it. Cook it yeah, for seven don't minutes. Smash your burgers. So yeah. the restaurant that I worked at growing up, so we good. had a we had a blend that it, it uh-huh. was chuck. I think there was a little brisket in there. I'm, mm. I'm trying to remember. It oh, was that it was sounds good. good. It was good. I don't know that the store will do that for you though. Well, yeah, they're they're closed now. But the so. ground chuck literally is the yeah. tastiest because it has the most fat. Now I don't know that it's heart healthy. <laughs> You didn't say healthiest. I you said no, healthiest. No. <laughs> Misty, you have, I know, your courtroom. Mm-hmm. And one of your main portions of the courtroom mm-hmm. is about tattoos. Placement. I'm not against tattoos. I'm against bad placement so, of tattoos. So we got to talk about Shane Jacob Ozzy Sears, 22. He robbed that. a man near the Circle K in Seabring, Florida. And are you ready for Mr. For Mr. Oh. Sears here, Misty? Oh, I can't Am I going to find you, Mr. Sears? Um, oh. If we can even go full screen oh. on this. Um, yeah. Who does yeah. he think he is? A playboy. Yep. Look He's a playboy him. right there. Wicked playboy. I don't know what it is under the Yeezy? eye there. Does that say Yeezy? It might. Yeezy? Or fairy? Terry? Terry. 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 <laughs> yeah, I think it is. Uh. Yeri. It looks like a Y and then two R's and a Y. I don't. You got to shave his beard. It's like so a does, mystery message. Does <laughs> there's the there's the Playboy mystery bunny. It is. It's like shave my face. The, the green hair too. Oh yeah. I, well, well, I think that he started off blonde. He got in, into a chlorine pool. Remember the sun in day? Yeah. <laughs> hey, happens so, to the best of us. So, yeah. is that a rose? Does he? Uh, Are those real, or did he use an ink pen and do that? <laughs> right. Ah. Uh, uh, yeah, it is. I, 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 I'm speechless. So, so what? What is your ruling on this man? Well, I mean, you're punishable, obviously. So, I'm not for sure what the fine is, but I'm gonna have to take some soap and water your face first and see how many of those come off. Because I'm thinking that over the eyebrows is a marker and an ink pen. So, the more that's gonna wash off, the less you're gonna owe. Listen, don't tattoo your face. Ta- I don't have any tattoos, and it's not because of religious reasons. It's because I'm so indecisive. Yeah. And I am so afraid that the tattoo artist won't nail it. And I don't want to have no regrets on my arm. <laughs> right? No regrets. The watercolor tattoos are really cool. Uh-huh. But I'm terrified I will end up with a tattoo artist that won't won't get it right. Or I'll look at it a year later and go, I hate that. Mm-hmm. I don't like hummingbirds. Why did I do that? Well, so and I apparently now. I can't make a decision. <laughs> apparently now you can order these tattoos and they'll stay on. They're like temporary tattoos, but they'll stay on for like a long period of time until you take them off with rubbing alcohol. Like the henna? Is that the henna tattoo? I guess. I don't different? know. Like My sister. Then the that's what I need. Yeah. I need My sister had like a gigantic one like on her leg. My yeah. entire family was like, oh, we're kind of like you. Like, I, see I mean, I don't care to, to each his own, but it was just. It's so permanent. It was it's so very forever. large. And then I was like, oh, that's great. I love yeah, well it. Done. And she was like, <laughs> well, and then, it's fake. And I was like, oh, okay. praise God. Praise God. You <laughs> can <laughs> stay in the family. But the reason she got it was because she didn't know if she wanted something that large or if she liked the detail yes, or not. a try on. And so it was like a try on tattoo. See, it's we, like we try room. on our clothes. Why wouldn't yeah. we try on our tattoos? Yeah. It works. Uh, there's a real that's estate a listing right now that's going viral as it shows and, and why it's going viral, and we have the picture as well with this, is the placement of the bed. Okay. 
All right. So the placement of the bed in this home, and oh, I am uh, okay. not sure. Uh, it's a in, fa- in fact, um, yeah, <laughs> but if you look, it's it's over the staircase. What? <laughs> That's fantastic. Like, I am. A, I need bed rails. I'm a time maximizer and I'm a space maximizer. I love this. This right? is in. This and you're is an a, organizer. It's a studio yeah. apartment in in England. Okay. It's priced at about one hundred sixty six thousand dollars. Okay. I think this is hysterical. It is hysterical. And I think it's but smart. Where, where, well, but why uh, don't they, I feel like bed rails would be a safety yeah. precaution that would yes, be needed? You don't want to roll off of that. Now, here's what I would recommend. Well, you got on this little this little white, uh, white thing that up there, you yes. know, up here in the, you know, that'll, that'll help I you a little bit. Won't it? The <laughs> side table. Yeah. Is that I what would, it is? I would enclose the bottom there and make storage out of that. Oh, absolutely. And that yes, was my first. I, yeah. yeah. I knew. But, like, but see, yes, you, the organizer. Is that, but here's the real question on the wall. The thing hanging on the wall, is that a shower head? Probably. Because that looks like a shower head. Probably. <laughs> Which would make sense in this house, right? Probably. Oh. How do they get up there? Is that a ladder? There's a little ladder on the other okay. side. See it over there? Yeah, yeah there's steps going up. See it make okay. box yeah, steps it's... going up under your storage there. It has potential. It has a lot of potential. And I really do uh. hope that is a shower head because... I would like to you just roll out of bed and jump you, into the shower. No, you just you roll shower. over in the well, bed. That's true. It just you <laughs> Hang in your head off if it's just a hair day, yeah. you know. A grandma is going viral. I love when grandmas go viral for sharing sharing a video that showed off a McDonald's hamburger and French fries that apparently have been sitting in a box in her closet since 1996. Ew. While the food doesn't exactly look fresh, it doesn't look like it's over 20 years old. Is that so the it? video closed out. That is food? not the. That oh, is okay. not. That is just a stock photo. I'm uh, like, that looks good. With her saying, I the 24 <laughs> year old hamburger. Not sure what would happen if you ate it. Though, it. Is what she's saying. Aldi has new chips that are coming out. Please Fried say. pickle ranch chips. Oh, oh yum! No, I don't. Mm, yum. yum! It has potential. Well, we. So, uh, are you a the pickle? Um, Pickle vinegar. What's the pickle chips? Salt and salt salt vinegar. vinegar. I do love salt and vinegar. Wouldn't that be very similar? And then a new ice cream inspired by Ritz peanut butter crackers. So it's called crackers and cream. And even if we can maybe even go full screen. So it's peanut butter ice cream with cracker bites inside of it. So we like pretzels in our desserts. A saltine cracker would be the next closest thing to a pretzel. So yay. I would try it. I would try it. I would try try it. it. Well, luckily, the chief culinary correspondent's in here tomorrow. Canteen cookie. There he is. And then Halloween coming up here in two months from today. Is it is really crazy. coming yeah. to now. us this year? Brought to you uh, by 2020. Well, it's coming to the country because us country kids <laughs> just go to grandma's house. Yeah. You know? I mean. <laughs> this is true. There is a Halloween mask that is having every manager cowering in fear. They're calling it the Karen Halloween mask. Oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> So you can be Karen oh. for Halloween, and, and we have the picture of this. And when I saw this this morning, it, oh. cra- it cracked me up. I, that is no, I don't think they got it right. Mm. I don't know that they got it right. Look that's, at that. That's not a Karen. That's a zombie Karen. <laughs> that's a zombie. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, a that's zombie, a zombie Karen. Karen. That's but, not right. I mean, it's Halloween. So it is Halloween, and I Karen's think dressed up. Karen's. She's unite. got the hair down, though. She does. She does have the hair down and the blue eyes, but I don't know about. Yeah. That's that's not Karen. There, there, that's not what I was expecting. And then we have to share this story here. The world's oldest married couple with a combined age of 215 sets a new 
world record. Oh, 79 years of marriage. Adorable. Look how sweet Look at that. Is that? So they're oh. celebrating 79 years oh. of marriage, and their combined age is 215. Wow. One's 110, the other. 104. Oh my God! We have the Kentucky Derby <laughs> Virtual Festival continues as our good friend is talking with Chris Morris from Woodford Reserve the Derby coming up this weekend. We'll learn more here on In the Know. Hey, it's Greg Milby, community storyteller, and this is the official Kentucky Derby Festival event, the AT&T Virtual Morning Line. My guest this morning is Chris Morris. Master Distiller for Woodford Reserve, the presenting sponsor of the Kentucky Derby. Happy Derby Week, Chris. Same to you, Greg. Thanks. A few years back, Woodford Reserve created the uh, $1,000 mint julep program. And I thought, wow, $1,000 mint julep. Then, then you find out you're raising money for charity, and this year, no different. Can you uh, talk about the program, what makes a $1,000 mint julep, the ingredients in, uh, in the charity we're dealing with this year? Absolutely. Thanks, Greg. Well, one thing is the charity, of course, that's a, a good reason to donate $1,000. But you get a beautiful cup, a handmade cup from the vault, um, the St. Matthews, Kentucky uh, jeweler. Each cup each year is different, and we have two versions, a silver and a gold. The gold-plated cups are the $2,500 cups, and the, the silver-plated are, of course, the $1,000. They're presented in a walnut box with a silk-lined interior. And this year's silks are blue and white, and there is, for the first time, a silks engraved on each cup, Greg. And those are the silks that we are celebrating. Those are the colors we are celebrating this year. Because 50 years ago, in Derby 96, the first woman rode in the Kentucky Derby, and that was Diane Crump. In fact, she was the first woman to ride in any major horse racing or stakes race. So she set history, made history 50 years ago. And uh, we were looking forward to having Diane join us this year at the Derby, but obviously no no one's going to be at the yeah. Derby this year. But um, um, I took the colors, and our assistant manager distiller, Elizabeth McCall, took the colors of our silk to theme our flavor presentation. Because as you know, each year the mint julep is made different for the $1,000 mint julep. And uh, it's all Kentucky ingredients as well because it is the best of Kentucky on the best day in Kentucky. And we've taken blue and extrapolated that to crushed blackberries or blackberry jam because most people don't realize, I didn't either, blackberry is the official fruit of Kentucky. Hmm. So we start with our with our sweetener as blackberry jam. We put in some mint bitters that we've made in our own kitchen at the distillery. And then plenty of ice, of course, two ounces, the greatest two ounces of whiskey in, uh, in uh, the wood reserve. And then we... Finish off with more crushed ice, a sprig of mint, and some fresh Kentucky blackberries on top. It's a really handsome and a different twist on the mint julep. And this year, we're we're shipping all the cups to the individuals who purchase them because, of course, we can't have our $1,000 mint julep experience at the track. And we're also shipping the ingredients that go in them. And on Derby Day, this Saturday, uh, we're going to have an online get-together with those 146 people, and I hope we sell all 146 cups this year, and we'll make the mint julep together. That's definitely a, a unique twist, and I like that twist. And I didn't realize that blackberry was the uh, yeah was official there, so I may have to give that a shot myself. Of course, just not at the one thousand dollar level. I may do it at the Billy Bob Redneck level, but we'll we'll see we'll That's see how right. it goes. Hey, hey, Chris, as 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 a bourbon fan myself, we have seen the popularity of bourbon continue to grow, not just locally but around the world. You know, from barrel selections, special releases. And you've been around the business since the 70s. 
how do you plan for the future as a master distiller? You know, projecting month to month for a business is tough, but planning four and even seven years ahead has got to feel impossible. Well, it is a, it is a disciplined art, and we're fortunate, of course, uh, Greg, as you mentioned, our company is in its 150th year. Brown Foreman is celebrating BF 150, and 150 years in making bourbon. Brown Foreman has gotten its uh, its act together many, many years ago. So we have a, a very um, calculated way of looking at the industry, at sales, and sales trends, and pricing, and and gosh, uh, global uh, uh, political uh, situations, and we update that plan every six months. So, you know, over, over, and our inventory goes, I have barrels um, from, that were just put in, uh, in the warehouse last Friday to our oldest barrels are approaching 16 years of age. So every six months over 16 years is a pretty tight adjustment. So we are staying on top of it all the time, trying to maintain an inventory. You don't want to have too much, but you want to have enough. So, again, it is a real balance. Hey, Chris, thanks for the time, buddy. Thank you, Greg. Good talking to you. Hi, that's Chris Morris, Master Distiller for Woodford Reserve. If you want more information, you can visit woodfordreserve.com and woodfordreservemintjulep.com. I'm Greg Milby, and this is the Kentucky Derby Festival's AT&T Virtual Morning Line. Did you know that in a room with 23 people, there is a 50% chance of two of them having the same birthday? If there are 70 people, it increases to 99.9%. Really? Hmm, that's interesting. In I thought it would have been with higher than that. 23 people, there's a 50% chance of two of them having the same birthday. If well, there are 70 people, it increases to 99.9%. <laughs> We had Princess Tanya and Christy share a birthday. We learned this last week when we were celebrating Christy's. (laughs) Tanya said, it's my birthday, too. We thought she was joking. She's like, no, really, it's my birthday. (laughs) Celebrate it up. Natalie Toll from the Grayson County Extension Office is our guest co-host for today. I was really saddened this weekend to hear about the the passing of Chadwick Boseman, Mm -hmm. the actor from Black Panther. He was in 42, 43 years old. I have not Mm -hmm. heard this. What happened? Uh, Colon cancer. Yeah. He didn't oh, share it at all. He had wow. stage four colon cancer. <gasps> mm-hmm. Oh, um, that's so sad. And incredibly, I mean, the the Black Panther movie is is maybe my favorite of the Marvel movies. I've seen it's part of it, but really I fell good. asleep, so I didn't it's get into really, it. Really, really good. Um, yeah, it was just mm. forty three years so old, mm-hmm. and he had privately battled colon cancer for four years. And I know that they had said that he posted a video of himself. I don't remember. It was earlier this summer, and people were commenting, wow, you look so so thin. And, and it was just kind of people were saying, well, maybe he's doing it for a for a role or, yeah, right. or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Turns out that uh, it was because so he, he had – So he was battling when he filmed the movie because the movie's not Correct. that old, right? Correct. He had filmed multiple movies that way. Wow. And um, there was this that came out here. A former bookstore clerk's story of meeting Chadwick Boseman is going viral as Trevor Reese, he's a former clerk at L.A.'s Samuel French Film and Theater Bookshop, recalled when he got to meet him. He said he didn't bring any attention to himself, just wanted to find a few new plays. But then this young actor 
20-something black man comes up to him and starts talking. 30 minutes later, they are still chatting. Chadwick taking the time to give this guy advice, speaking what it's like to be a black man in this industry, how to navigate it. The actor thanks him for the time and continues looking for books, he wrote. So he, he just said that he was just a great human, just a great human being. Mm-hmm. So it's incredibly, incredibly sad to it's, hear about and, that. And 43 years old. You know, I go to the song, The Good Die Young. Mm-hmm. You know, only the good die young. Mm-hmm. And I think those are the people we need. <laughs> like, God, don't take them. We need them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Bill and Ted, New Mutants beats Bill and Ted with $7 million debut weekend at the box oh, office. Oh, those are movies. I'm yes. like, I'm lost. Oh, yes. You this should work, Sam. Box office. As Tanya so. says, lead with that. This is a movie. <laughs> $7 million. That's I, unbelievable. Yeah. $7 million. Yeah. Seven wow. million. Only that much. Yeah. So, we say only $7 so, million. So three, three people just, went to the theater exactly. this weekend. Because exactly. it's, it's, you know, $500,000 to get in. Miss, yeah. I know you were on the edge of your seat last night watching the MTV, MTV VMAs. Yeah. Know. No. Oh, wait. Edge of your seat. Wait. Wait. Did you say VMAs? VMAs? They actually make videos still because they don't show them. Yep. They did. They just oh, show on YouTube. shows. On YouTube. Are you being serious? You is this where you have to go? This is the MTV VMAs last night. Have you tried to watch MTV in the no. last? No. I turned MTV on one time just because of the nostalgia of it. Like mm-hmm. I was, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, MTV. It's you know, I haven't really gotten into this mm-hmm. since like 1994. I can't express like literally. Our show, because of our boundaries, will not mm-hmm. allow me to say what they were showing and doing oh, I can on oh, TV yeah. um, at that time. And I thought, is this seriously happening on mm-hmm. the winners so from yesterday? Time. Video of the year was The Weeknd's Blinding, Blinding Lights. Artist of the year was Lady Gaga. Song of the year was Rain on Me by Lady Gaga with Ariana Grande. Uh, best collaboration was Ariana Grande and Justin Bieber. Uh, best new artist was Doja Cat. <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, there's, a, there's a full full list of all kinds of different um, awards. I'm sure if you if you care, you can find it online. Yeah, but um, probably or not. if you, it, our audience all probably is <laughs> like here to the radio uh, right yeah. now, glued trying to listen. Doja Cat did what? Yeah, I, I I have never heard of. Uh, but apparently, well, you're 23. Lady, and if you've not heard of them, we have I no don't, idea. I don't. Yeah. Pay attention to those things either. She's uh, a Lady Gaga. She's watching cartoons all day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you are exactly right. Lady Gaga gave an, apparently an epic nine-minute performance as she, she sang wow. "Rain on Me" with Ariana Grande for the first time. And I heard, and I was trying to find a picture this morning, but I, I didn't see anything. She was apparently had a mask of some sort, like a fashionable mask. And yeah. oh, there we are. Oh, we can see go. it there. Yeah. As, as it was in the picture. It's a little, little singing through it. Yep, but okay. yeah. So she was wearing a mask there on stage so that's the vmas i mean uh, like we said the contraption like around her waist like i don't know what was going on there that was you know painful that's it's lady gaga yeah i was gonna say do we ever know what's going on with her lady gaga that's lady gaga yeah exactly (laughs) sometimes i think you know you just gotta accept right yeah yeah (laughs) yeah amen but i'm not tuning in (laughs) yeah no i I think we'll we'll keep it at that we're gonna get to a break when we come back we'll have more coming up uh we point to ponder pearl of wisdom more here on in the know What would you do if your child looked you in the eye? Is there a song that you just when you when you when I say summer that you, that comes to mind right away for either one? Of you? Yeah, there's two. So there's the Will Smith um, summertime, summertime. Yeah, but then I love Bill Withers in the summertime. Okay. In the summertime when the weather is hot, you can stretch mm-hmm. out. Of, yeah. Does one come to mind? No, I don't know. Yeah, Honestly, I don't know. I I mean that one. I think the mm-hmm. Will Smith one mm-hmm. is the one that really comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I know Mark typically will play that on the first day of summer, but if I remember right, the first day of summer this year was a Saturday or something. So we, we don't couldn't play it. Six thousand days. Yeah, ago. I know. It, it feels. It really, <laughs> yeah, it, it goes by. Yeah. But I felt like that was an interesting question, and yeah. Thankfully, Misty, you answered it for both of us. Okay. Natalie Tall from the Grayson County Extension Office is our guest co-host. And Natalie, I know Whitney was telling us all kinds of good things going on in her mm-hmm. area. What's going on more in your area? So we're, again, we're open. Um, actually, today our doors are unlocked to the public. We've been open to the public the whole time, but it was kind of a appointment only, got to mm-hmm. call us type thing. Um, so later this month on September the 28th, um, I'll actually be doing an online uh, via Zoom Alzheimer's, Know the Ten Signs, Alzheimer's Disease class. Um, it's really interesting. It, you're, we're going to hear from um, professionals from the Alzheimer's Association. We'll hear from people who um, are living with Alzheimer's and dementia. Um, and so we're going to learn the differences between Alzheimer's and dementia. Um, so, again, you can call the Extension Office to sign up for that, and we'll just need a, an email address um, so that we can send you the link to, to join us. And I'm going to do that one in the evening. This is the first um, virtual class that I'm trying to put together, and we're actually going to do in the evening so that people can maybe join in. Um, so just be on the lookout for that. Just give us a call at the Extension Office. Again, that is um, September the 28th at 6 o'clock. That'll be here before we know it, too. Yeah. Yeah. So a little less than a month away. Sounds like a great program. And I know you'll be back here a little bit later in the week. So I'm sure we can dive more deep into some other things that are coming up. On TV tonight, The Bachelor, the greatest seasons ever on ABC. Are there great seasons of The Bachelor? You're asking asking the wrong person. I don't know that I have ever watched a second of the bachelor. I find it no. interesting that we as women don't want our man dating multiple people at the same time, but then we go on a reality show. Yeah, to I know that there are people though that, that love it. Oh, I have it's, I have six sisters. Yeah. I have one that she lives and dies by it. She loves and it. And you know what? Yeah. As, as we say in this building, you do you. <laughs> you do you, but I'm going to be over here doing yeah. something. Yeah, nope. yeah exactly. Not, not I'm not going to do that. I don't have time for that. And then on the ID channel, the premiere of the 93 victims of Samuel Little who is um, uh, a serial killer, and I think actually one of his victims was in Smith's Grove. Really? Wow. So it is, um, you would probably recognize his picture if you saw okay. him. Okay, all right. Uh, he See, was brought a in a, um, so it says here, a chance phone call brings together an FBI crime analyst, a DOJ forensics expert, and a Texas ranger who joins forces to seek a cold case murder confession from a convicted killer. So it's uh, that's on the ID channel. Tonight. That's my husband's that's like me. genre. That's his favorite. He loves that and Bigfoot. We could just hunt serial killers <laughs> and Bigfoot all day long. He is the happiest man. I in listen the whole to world. Dateline podcast. On he my he listens to um, Bigfoot podcast. Yeah, I mean, Sasquatch yeah. hunters. They yeah, you know what? Whole. As we say. You do you. You do you. You do you. Uh, Today's highlight in history on this date in 1963, Walter Cronkite made his debut on the CBS Evening News. So, uh, I mean, maybe the most legendary. Yeah, icon in the news industry. Absolutely. On this date in 1963, on this date in 1888, Mary Ann Nichols was found brutally murdered in London's East End. She is regarded as the first slaying committed by Jack the Ripper. Mm. On the serial killer day? It is. <laughs> I think that's the only what one we have this? on this. On this date in 1942, Superman made his debut on network radio. Yeah, and now 2020 is trying to make him evil. We had this conversation last week. I did see week. about that, yeah. No, don't mm-hmm. do that. Stop at 2020. On this date in 1969, Rocky Marciano, the boxer, died in an airplane crash. On this date in 1972, Mark Spitz won his fourth and fifth 
gold medal. Uh, you've not seen Coming to America. Huh? I've seen parts of it, yes. Yeah, you've not seen the part where they're talking about Rocky Marciano <laughs> <laughs> and Cassius Clay. On this day in 1990, Ken Griffey and Ken Griffey Jr. were the first father and son teammates to play on the same baseball team. On this date in 1997, 23 years ago today, Princess Diana was killed mm-hmm. in an early morning car crash in Paris, France. I can tell you where I was. Mm-hmm. I was playing with my daughter in the living room floor. Like It's amazing how time stands stills for mm-hmm. Or stand still for those traumatic mm-hmm. experiences. I was uh, five months old. Yeah. So, no, I don't. Um, in the state 1998, Titanic became the first movie to earn more than $600 million. On the state in 2008, The Dark Knight became the second movie to top $500 million behind the Titanic. On the state in 2010, President Barack Obama marked the symbolic end of the war in Iraq. In the state in 2017, a Houston-area chemical plant that had lost power after Harvey engulfed the area in floods was rocked by fires and explosions. I remember watching that and just some of the, the craziest uh, footage that you could see. Birthdays. Gone but not forgotten. Born in the state in 1870, Maria Montessori was born. The first woman to attend medical school. Oh, on this cool. date, uh, gone but not forgotten, on this date, born in 1935, Frank Robinson, one of the greatest baseball players of all times. Birthday, turning 75, Van Morrison. Turning 74, football coach Tom Coughlin. Turning 52, baseball player Hideo Nomo. And turning 37, football player Larry Fitzgerald. Not a lot of birthdays for today. How about a chart topper then? Or am I going to let you down again, Misty? Well, let's see. It is a Monday. <laughs> So you wanted to go me one. You did say that you wanted to start in 1949, right? No, I'd like to start. Like, preference would be in the 70s. But it's great after staying but out hey, late. You do you. Walking my Johnny baby Ray back was number one with Walking My Baby Back Home. Arm in arm over Meadow and Farm. No? It's okay if I'm in a jazz bar, but I don't find myself sitting in a jazz bar right now. So. Natalie, yay or nay? No? No? She, she, listen, she, she turned her microphone off and logged into Facebook. <laughs> She's not interested the, the minute in I Johnny. Start playing this. So. <laughs> hey, Jesse's in draft. Not that. Like, she's checked out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't go that far back. You put her to sleep. It's not uh, that bad. So how about 1970? We'll see. Oh, yeah. All right. Edwin Starr was number one. Number that. four. You can do this. Absolutely this is a good. This is a good one. You got to jam out. 1979 next. If we fed the chart topper machine properly, looks like we have an advertisement instead. It's like a Venus flytrap over there. <laughs> like, don't get your hands stuck. 1979, the knack was number one with My Sharona. That's fair to one, No, Natalie Gaynay. Give it or take. I don't know that I've ever heard it. You've never heard the song? You've never heard My Sharona? I mean, maybe I have. Really? If I have, I don't recognize it. 1988, Missy. <laughs> is this the first time you've left Breckenridge County? And you're I know. Like, <laughs> like, what's happening right now? I crawled out from under my rock. <laughs> right? So how about 1988? And you decided to do it in 2020. Yeah. George Michael was number one with Monkey. See, I'm not sure I'd ever heard this song before this morning. Really? Yeah. This yeah. Is, I'm surprised this was number one. It you was. deep inside the 90s to know this. We'll jump up to 2006. As it is 
That's when I graduated high school, so. Panic in the Disco was number one. When I write sins, not tragedy. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. This was my daughter's first band she absolutely loved. Was Panic. She loved, as a child, she loved Michael Jackson and Toby Keith. And then, like, (laughs) the first, like, actually producing hits and alive. I mean, they're good. Panic. I mean, she loves it. Crazy range, too, on the voice as well. And then on this date, five years ago today, Omi was number one with Cheerleader. This is really. If you did number one country hits, I would probably sing every single one of them. I don't know that there'll be a day when that'll happen for me. Yeah. So. I think I'd rather listen. I'd listen to the 40s I've on been, loop before country. I've been trying to get them to do the year of number twos. Like, you know, yeah. first runner-up songs. You know, yeah. Like, those have I don't got know to be the best. Because that that, typically the number ones, I'm like, that's not a number one. <laughs> like, it was well, not two. number one in my book. Right. So my pearl of wisdom for today, no man has ever hurt his eyes by looking on the bright side. Hmm. No man has ever hurt his eyes by looking on the bright side oh, today. Natalie, appreciate you tuning to joining us Thanks today. For having we'll me. have you later on in the week. I think yeah. you said Thursday. Thursday. Right. Yeah. So we look forward to that. So for Natalie Tall and for Misty Thomas, I'm Uncle Sam Gormley, and now you're in the know. Power.